the fraternity of GoFast lost a patriarch in short track racing February 2018 with the passing of Mr. Russell Hackett, owner-operator of the Caraway Speedway. Mr. Hackett was honored as promoter of the year with NASCAR in 1989 and 1998. The racing at Caraway Speedway is now in the hands of Darren Hackett and his wife Renee Hackett. Darren is the son of the late Mr. Russell Hackett. I covered many races at the Caraway Speedway over the years and had the absolute pleasure getting to know Mr. Hackett. I certainly will miss him, as will everybody in the short track racing community. Godspeed, Mr. Hackett. The guys sat down with Darren to discuss the upcoming season and future of the Caraway Speedway. They also talked about the 602 Tour and the Southeast Limited Late Model Racing Tour. But first, Darren shared the hard decision to drop the NASCAR sanction. Well, we went the uh, we dropped the NASCAR sanction last year uh, in May. Uh, it just you know, nothing against NASCAR. It just wasn't working because we don't have any local cars right now. Our yeah. local I mean, local cars have really got away. I bet there's not five race cars in Randolph County right now, so that makes it tough because you need you need cars in your hub. You know, absolutely getting yeah. cars off yeah. someone else. The Friday night stuff once Ace opened back up, it put a hole in the Friday night deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, that you know we were splitting the cars again. Yeah. Not that I was getting all our cars, but we were getting a few, and it helped make the deal. So that kind of fell apart. The way the point system's working with NASCAR, if you don't have a full field. There's no need for a guy chasing points to come and run. I mean, right. uh, so that doesn't really, you know, not talking bad about NASCAR, but they don't have a lot to really offer the short tracks anymore. Uh, I mean, for what, you know, uh, it, it's sad, and I think they they know it, but they have a hard time finding sponsor dollars and all just like everybody else is. So, uh, I mean, you know, I think they're starting to make some, some changes all the way across the board to yeah. maybe help, you know. But short track racing has to be strong for that end to be strong and vice versa i agree but anyhow so we went to what we call late model sportsman this year which is basically the southeast limited late model rules we're gonna have them on the fet tire they'll have to buy four of the first race and then two are up to two a race and the reason we're doing up to two is if a guy you know a low budget team yeah maybe he can't afford to buy two tires next week so he can still come in as long as he leaves his four tires behind yeah. and, and race those four to help that, that low-budget guy. Well, and since you put him on F50s, he can actually still race on right. the next race. Right, that's a good tire. Yeah, right. right. I mean, Langley uh, and I talked about that a yeah. bunch. Right, I think that was a good move. And, you know, uh, you know, the, the, the guys like Josh Louder and people like that, that, that they're going to buy their tires. Right. Because they, uh, you know, they don't want to give anything up. They've got the money to buy the tires. Not that, you know, not that they're better than anybody else, but, I mean, they've got the money, the budget to do it with. But you know, we need we need both ends of the spectrum. You know, you need those, and and we've been on the scuff program for the limited guys, which is basically what this is. You know, rule wise, for pretty well now ten years or better. But I think maybe the scuff program has run its course. I do too. Yeah. Uh, it's hard to get the F forty five doesn't really make a good scuff like it used to, because no. it doesn't repeat. Right. Yeah, I, I felt like at Franklin County when I was there, it, it was coming to an end. I could see it. Like, I could see that it was coming to an end. Like, I was going to have to pick something else because there just weren't any good scuffs left. I right. mean, really, I mean, Ron Barfield, he buys them all up. So, yeah. I mean, there's not really any good ones out there. So uh, You know, I, I got some for last year. I still got left, you know, because I didn't run enough races and all. Yeah, sure. That, that, and we're going to use them up on the Challenger Series for yeah. the Southeast Limited deal this year. And, you know, then I'll pretty well be out. I mean, you know, but – like you said, it's getting quality scuffs. Plus, the the racers aren't really 
excited about being on the SCUF program either. And it's a lot of work. A SCUF program is a lot of work on our end really because we try to grade them and, and give right. them a good, sure. a good fair stack. I mean, it's, and if the racer doesn't like it, then why the hell are we doing it, right? right. I mean, I think that's a good move. And right? then, and then the racer, if he's a seasoned racer, he gets it, right? But you know, someone that, that's not really been around a while, they're lost in the scuff world, right. right? And they don't know how to make them grow, do this, do that. You know, Buddy Alder, Mac Little, people like that were real good at it. Mac Little can really make them work, right? But everybody's not that way, so no. you know. And so it, I think it's, I think it's a move in the right direction, maybe. You know, by July, I might be saying, well, I wish I hadn't done that. And then we're going to a basically one race a month deal. We pretty well, you know, yeah, we're still going to have track points for those shows. But we're not having, you know, uh, we're not, we'll maybe tuck away the shows that we were losing money on. I mean, I, I hate to talk like that. Yeah. And and go through the rebuilding process. And we brought right. Randy Myers in helping us last year. I kind of got him and Renee to bury their hatchet. Oh, oh man! <laughs> you know, and, and and Randy, Randy's Randy's love is the modified deal, yeah. and mm-hmm. uh, it really is. And I think that you know, I th- there's some positives and some you know, everybody has positive negatives about them. But I mean, you know, I yeah. think that we're starting to make some strides in the proper direction now. Whether we are or not, we won't. Me know. and Randy's supposed to go fishing next week. <laughs> yeah, I don't believe that at all. He he may put you out to sea. I, mean, I, I believe see. that part. You guys <laughs> might go out on a boat. <laughs> but One of everybody you is not coming, coming back. back is not. Uh, <laughs> no, nah, Randy's not. I just give him hell. <laughs> He's used to it. No, no. Oh is. yeah, by now you got to be. Got to be. You've been in the game this long. You, yeah, you got to have thick skin. Yeah, <laughs> that's for sure. Ain't no doubt about that. <clears throat> what do you, What do you think? You know, going with the late model sportsman, you know, aspect of Southeast Limited Rules. What do you think that's going to do for you? I'm hoping – well, I know Mac's pretty well going to run all the races. Josh is going to run all the races. You know, we've got some guys, but uh, – Mac Little, were you talking about? Yeah. Okay. And, you know, I'm hoping to keep those limited guys. And maybe you'll pick up a few guys in the late model end. I mean, yeah, naturally you're not going to have anybody coming chasing points because there's no benefit as far as – I mean, NASCAR points. There's no benefit there because I'm not sanctioned anymore. But, you know, uh, and basically Diaz is going to use the same rules at Southern National. I think Carter Eddy is – I don't know what East Carolina's doing. I don't. They're probably. They're Nobody not. Nobody knows what they're okay. doing. Okay. Yeah. But hopefully they'll go this route. Nobody too. at all. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, hopefully, and with us doing the Southeast Limited Tour, uh, me and David Lightning, what y'all, y'all want to call him? Yeah. Yeah. We we had Ed down and we got Diaz on the phone and we pretty well come to a weights package and then Diaz has changed his just a fraction, but yeah. still we kind of all agreed on something there and we, you know, to try to make the different engine programs. Yeah. fit in and, and hopefully, hopefully we're there I mean you know uh, we won't really know if we get going but I think I think we got the engine pack. the 302 is the one that's going to struggle the worst and yeah you know I mean we can't do but so much to save the three, 603 motor right right I agree I mean it's do we at need the to point save where right, right. you really can't we can't. I mean there's nothing, nothing we can, can do. do right I mean we, we've, we've given us weight breaks and we've given right. an option of a 650 carburetor uh, you know that helps it a seven eight horsepower and then a, a, a you know different things, but still seven eight here and seven eight there is still not enough to carry it all the way. And I, yeah, it gets a weight break, but I still don't know if it's going to be. I think it'll be competitive, but I don't think it's going to be really the dominant or winning motor. I mean, uh, yeah. I think it can be competitive with the right car, but I don't think it can really win. I hate to say it like that. Yeah. I mean, but it's the truth. I mean, maybe uh, some tracks it might can have right. a really good shot at winning. Like when we take the southeast tour to Hickory, it'd probably be all right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Orange County is borderline. Yeah. 
but you know with a good car and all but josh won orange county last year with a 604 and we took david and i took the head off or he took the head you know he had to take the head off we checked it at caraway on monday and i can honestly say because i saw it it the head and all was right on the motor i mean you know because uh, i've got one there that uh, i bought Look at Robert Tyler stuff <laughs> <laughs> for a 604. Robert yeah. Tyler, wait a minute. Oh, big crate. Yeah, yeah no, nah, he wouldn't have had nothing <laughs> big. You just take the hood off and go, what? wow. Oh, yeah. But, so, what am I going to – that's a crate motor? Holy. <laughs> but, I mean, t- to back up our evidence, I bought a new head. So yeah. I'm not sure. And Josh's head matched that head. I mean, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, you know, the head, everything that we looked at that day was right. And that was, you know. But now Josh has a new car. Yeah. And, you know, that yeah. – I that, saw he was testing the other day. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, they're putting a lot of effort into their right. program. And he liked the new, he liked the F50. That's the first time he'd been on the F50, and he liked it. And uh, everybody tells me that's a real repeatable tire. I mean, as far as, you know, and, and that's what we kind of yep. need doing a two-tire deal or whatever. Yeah, we used them as scuffs one time at Franklin County, and my guys were like, these are new. Yeah, they're basically new because yeah. they're just – they're not – they're never going to be a racer's favorite tire. You know what I mean? But they'll, they'll like them because of the financial end of it. Yeah. You know? yeah if, you, if you can get them to understand it. Well, I think it just takes time. Yeah, I, I don't disagree. Right. I mean, Brandon Clements chimed in here a minute ago. That's what they run at Carteret, and he said they're an awesome tire. So The F45. He runs well there. Yep. You can get an F45 scuff, and you say, well, it's got center line. You know, you punch it. Just, it yeah. But it just doesn't repeat. If it's done got into the heat cycle, it's no. just not yeah. what it was. So, I mean. Yeah. That's well, interesting. That's something we've been talking about over and over yep. here lately. This tire thing, Langley and I, it keeps, it keeps rearing its, its head, you know, as to – what are we going to do that seems to be like kind of one of our next obstacles that that you know we wanted to at least take a deep dive into um and, and try to see what what ways people come up with so i'm interested in how your deal works how a lot of these deals work i think a lot of racetracks need to all take note and communicate to see you know what's working what's not what's you know well south boston motor miles gonna both be on the f50 as well right, so right. i mean yep. Yeah, we're pretty well. All of us are getting there to it. Price I mean, wise, what are you going to do? What's what's price wise F fifty? I know it's a big thing for a lot of people. Not trying to put you on the spot. I just, mean, he doesn't you know, really have a whole lot of control over right. that anyway. So. It, it's actually supposed to be a little higher than F forty five, but is. I'm going to try to keep it in line. Yeah. With F forty five, just I mean, it's two dollars basically a tire more. Yeah. But I mean. Yeah. Right. Uh, you know, we need we need to race cars. Right. I mean. It's a circle, you know. You, you need 100%. race cars to have race fans, and vice right. versa. And it's tough, but a racetrack really is not. Tire revenue is part of our our revenue. Right. I'm not. I can't lie about that. It yeah. really is. Oh, yeah. But a racetrack is not supposed to survive on tire money. Yeah. It's supposed to survive on the back gate and the front gate. Right. Yeah. And we're all dependent on tire money to help survive now, and that's. Yeah, I mean, if you can come close to breaking even on your on your back gate, then when you get to the front gate, I mean. Then you can make some hay. Right. You know? What's your plan with it? Like, I, I, what's your plan different from the next? Right. Like, I, I, I've so many customers, the, the Swames, the people that loved to race over there, and and were diehards of the deal. Right. What, what's, what's your? Is, is it to try to diversify and just race there one weekend a month and do a few other things? What, what what's your long term plan with it now? That right there is the plan. It's probably at least for two years to see if we can get some stability built back you know hopefully get some cars back yeah uh through the southeast limited is that what your is that your biggest variable of trying to get people back there or what what have you guys been doing behind the scenes to try to get people to come back to caraway that people wouldn't know about well the, the modified is still our our biggest 
draw. It has been because yeah. of, the, of the stadium there sure. and, and that nature. I think the Southeast Limited, uh, some people don't like Ed, some people do. do you, Ed and I don't have any issues. Who, uh, I think that's something that we can, you know, he's still going to help with it. He's still involved with it. Does he it. own it or do you own it? We own it now. You own the yeah. Southeast Limited. But he's still involved. That's, you know, and we can, uh, you know, and. I think the Southeasters, I mean, if, if it had some some promotion, right, that yeah. was the worst thing. I never even knew when they ran. You know, you don't see nothing about it. All of a sudden there's a race. I mean, with promotion, I think it could be a really, really, really good thing. Well, well that's, that's that was the deal with it, and we got the 602 Tour, which is really a good, uh, you know, David done the 602, he done the Super Limited first. Yeah. And then, you know, he done the modified. I said, well, that's not going to work because I had tried the modified lights, but I put the 603 on them. I, I was up north, and I seen the 602 deal, and I said, well, that's a neat deal. But I said, 602 is not popular. And it wasn't popular at that time no. in the south. And I said, well, that won't work, but it, it, it's starting to work. Everybody's it's, building a 602 right. mod now. I've seen so, a bunch of guys got them. So we're starting to get – and then we put the southeast limit, and, we, and when we do the super, some of the modifies, that when we go to these other racetracks, it gives us a good – show for the fans yeah i mean and that's what we're you know we're building on and and those you know tour racing is good and bad for short track racing right i mean it's it, you know i hate to talk bad about because i have tours as well right it takes cars away from the track but it's really not right now it's the only way you're gonna get any cars at the racetrack too because no racetrack has enough local cars that to really do yeah. what they need you know to have a 20 car field or whatever so uh hopefully between the Southeast Limited and the 602, that'll give us a good feeder base to go with either our, modif- our modifieds or supers when we go somewhere. Or if we got all four of them, that's great too. Yeah, what do you think is keeping the 602s from just taking off? I mean, the 602 Super Limiteds, when, when David started them, I was like, man, in three or four years, man, they're just going to take off. And they just really haven't. They they kind of stayed the same or maybe gained a little bit. It seems to have a little more positive this year so far by the, you know, the pre-licensed sales on all four, uh, the pre, you know, Measuring their car numbers, things of that nature. Uh, but like last year, if we could have got them all together at one time, we'd have had 17, 18 cars. We just couldn't seem to get yeah. 10 or 12 at a time. Uh, you know, like during the fourth last year, the Creeds were on vacation. That's, that was two yeah. cars. Yeah. Uh, you know, so we're not that far off, but we need to. And so far, it's, it's kind of still hanging around the, the stadium guys. We hadn't yeah. really got any, anybody new into it yet. If, much. You, if you can ever breathe, you know, life outside of the stadium into that division, I think it'd be incredible. I hate to say it, but really and truly, that's probably the motor that needs to be in every short track division. I agree, hundred percent. Me, me, and Roger have had that conversation a about a thousand times. Yeah, I have told him my idea of you know the perfection, you know, the perfect divisions, the perfect setup, and that. Th- right that six hundred two deal is really that. Those rules are yeah. they're pretty. You know, it's basically any shot. It's basically as long as you've got a stock six hundred two motor. You're, that's basically in that tire and that eight inch tire is uh you know we're trying to get control i think the soaking was hurting it some yeah yeah so we kind of got a, a a deal this year it can't barometer below 45 mm-hmm. that tire's about a 48 or 50 hot at the mm-hmm. start finish line so you know you want to give a little bit because you know yeah and you got to have the same guy because if you know i punch it and you punch it we could come up with something different. Yeah. Okay, we're not going to let them protest it because if you protest that tire and it's a 44 in one spot, you can holler it's illegal because right. it, but it may be 46 and 47 or 48 or, everywhere else. Do you have a protest policy then? Do you have a protest? Does Caraway have a protest yeah. policy for the tires also? No, 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 not for the tires. Not for the tires. I just find it interesting if we just yeah. do people will hear later some of our, our later talk yeah. <laughs> with yeah. another promoter. 
was about the protesting of tires that people thought people were soaking tires and you know there's they they did a protest deal so which i thought was interesting uh because and, and the reason i didn't want to let it protest is because like i say if you check it one spot and it's a 44 because you know you just don't want to get the guy hauling. Well, you need to throw that out that tire and throw a guy out because he's a forty-four sure. in one spot. Sure. And you can't blame the guy putting his money up. It says forty-four in one spot. He's right. he's wanting to throw it out. I mean, you right. can't. That's his. That's what he was after was to get you thrown out when he protested. Basically, I mean, because he thought something was wrong. So you you just don't want to get into that argument. I don't feel like. But I think that's going to help it. And then we're going to impound the tire. If you won a race last year, or you win a race this year, we're going to impound the tires too on the six hundred two deal. And I think that'll kind of get to soaking under control. I don't know if it'll I think it'll all, be a really good thing. Anytime we check, like Rock, when he killed him at Orange County, it was like a 35. <laughs> when Robbie Brewer killed him in the Modifieds, it'd be in the 30s. If anytime he was over a 40, it was 30s. they were competitive. Right. I mean, so, yeah. and all of them were soaking. It's just sure. those two cars were better than everybody else. Right. I mean, uh, Mike Robertson told me, he said, I can't get mine below 45. Right. <laughs> He said, no matter, what I do, no matter what I do, I can't get by 45. Mike Robertson's race Bowman Grail is life, okay? <laughs> I walk through the pits and tire smoke about, smoke about knocks me out, about pass out. Well, and one thing about those two drivers that were winning, I mean, it wasn't the tire right. soak that was winning. Those guys are going to win anyway. Right, yeah. Yeah, they had really good cars and really but, good but drivers. But th- that gives them that little bit of an advantage, and exactly. I think, that, I think yeah. that'll, that'll, uh, I think that'll help it. It may, it may not be. We may be shooting at the wall, but we won't only know. When, you got to try something. Right. Yeah, I mean, you got to throw anything. I mean, it's what uh, somebody asked me one time. Said, what, "What's promoting like?" I said, "It's like throwing darts, and eventually, maybe you'll hit a bullseye." <laughs> I mean, that's what it is. It really I mean, is. You got to try everything there is to try, and yeah. if you don't try it, somebody else is probably going to, and it's going to work. You know what I mean? So, I, I always just tried to put anything out there, craziest, wild, and, and usually it was the dumbest ideas in the world. But, that's that's know. what the fans love to see. Really is. Stupid stuff. Oh, they do. I mean, I hate to say yeah. it, but that's what draws fans. That's why Bowman Gray has fans. <laughs> Stupid stuff. I mean, well, you know, it's the truth. I mean, it's yeah. just, that's a fact. I mean, I I know we're we're offending you, Corey, and we we don't mean to. Not know. offending me at all. <laughs> why do Why did y'all do this whole thing? Because I mean, I've talked to Renee over the years and everything, and Caraway, you know. All of racing's been kind of going down a little bit, and y'all wasn't even sure year to year if he's going to run. And all of a sudden, she messaged me. She's like, "I got this tour. I got this tour." I said, "You've lost your mind, haven't you? You're going to run like 17 tours next year." I said, "Well, why did y'all decide to take all this on at one time?" Good question. <laughs> you still wondering yourself, ain't you? <laughs> yeah, he's still wondering. He's trying to come up with an answer. Well, no, I, I've got a racetrack. I can't do anything with. Right. I mean, that's sad to say, but a racetrack is not valuable. No racetrack's valuable right now. No, We've got close to $3 million in real money. Well, my dad did. Yeah. And and you, we won't get a third of that if we were to sell today. And, yes, it's for sale if someone was to come along, but I don't see that happening. And so we have backed the schedule up to the nine races. Uh, I'm passionate for the Modifieds. I really yeah, am. Yeah. And she likes the, the Super World. Well, I mean, she likes Modifieds, too. Yeah. But yeah. she really liked the Super World. And so that's how that got added this year, was that she wanted to do that. Uh, David's deal, he come to us. He was wanting to quit. Yeah. And we just kind of got that deal. Uh, he uh, 
But the, the, that 602 deal is a good feeder. It's a good exactly. feeder division. And I think it's going to be a feeder for the modifieds. I think yeah. the 602 mods is going to eventually be a feeder for the tour mods. You had like 20 people signed up or something the other day, didn't you? Yeah. There's, I there's, mean, a, bunch of, right. there's a bunch of people. I won't say names, but. Right. Well, like Kurt Sheets. Kurt Sheets just got him one. And his brother is going to take the, the limited mode. I heard Tim Brown got one. Yeah, I've heard it too. Yeah. So, there's, I mean. There's some big names that's going to uh, be running it. But it's reasonable. I mean, yeah. basically $10,000 because a modified chassis is cheap. I mean, compared to, you know, you can, there's a lot of older modified chassis you can buy at a reasonable price. You know, you can buy a 602 motor for, what, four grand? Ron McKee got that one modified off a raffle. That thing's it's old, and he put, you know, he worked on it and everything and put people in it, and they're having a ball on that thing. But basically, 10 grand, you could go racing. I mean, yeah, yeah. You, yeah. you really need to spend a little more than that if you yeah. really want to do it right. But, I yeah. mean, for 10 grand, you can go racing with a modified. And, you a know. Tour modified, no. And, right, yeah, but a 602. <laughs> and, and buy two to three sets of tires all year. Yeah. I mean, uh, so. You know, and they're 550, or they were 552 last year. I think they'll be 560 this year because all tires went up $2. <laughs> yeah. They go up $2 every year, it seems like. Yeah. But, uh, you know, uh, you buy four of the first race, and probably uh, most of the good super limited on the 602 tour said so they figured two tires a race, but a modified runs half the laps. So, you know, you're looking at probably three sets a year, really. Uh Brewer, uh, you know, Brad Robbins, he bought about three to four sets last year for that yeah. car. And so, I mean, you know, what else can you run for basically $100 a night for tire, a tire bill? Nothing. Yeah, I agree. I you, mean, I think it's a great car, class. maybe. Yeah. yeah, you can probably run it a little cheaper. That's about it. That's about it. But, I mean, even the U-cars have got out of hand, you All know, right. the expense of them. I mean, the, back in the day, man, the $500 U-car, man, that was that was yeah. a good time in racing right there. Man. <clears throat> Caraway, Caraway pretty much started that too. That yeah. was the first was time it, I ever seen a yeah, U-car was at Caraway. Dad went to a, a RPM deal at Darlington, mm-hmm. and he came back and he had the rules and and uh, you know he was he had just started the Friday nights that year. Well, yeah. I think he went down there like in May and he, with the Friday night started the next week or two and they they were terrible the first year. I mean yeah, uh, I mean and so uh, I said let's try that. He had them and he said well, I said well let's just try it and see if it works. So we tried it that next year and it worked. Yeah. And it took off, and the the going backwards. The original rules was you throw the. I mean, from where they come from, out somewhere in the Midwest, was you yeah. throw the coin and decide which way, backwards or forwards. And Lance just decided before the first race, he said, "Well, let's just do five frontwards and five the opposite way." And <laughs> it was very popular for a while, and yeah. now it's not. But oh, they're too big of crybabies <laughs> now for all that. Yeah. That's for sure. That, that end of the pit wall scared the hell out of me. <laughs> Coming off turn well one, coming back right. down straight away. <laughs> yeah, no, no doubt. Um, you may have mentioned, and forgive me if I missed it, but are the Southeast Limiteds are they going to be on F50s too? Yeah. Okay. So not just at Caraway, but right. at every race, yeah. you guys run. I think that's great, man. I, I, I love seeing the F50 everywhere. I think that's. Uh, yeah. I think that's going to be big. I, I think the more racetracks that go to that, the, the better off racing is going to be. South South Boston brought it, and it turned their whole whole thing around it really did yeah. i mean you know they went from having i mean in south boston's always had really good car counts at the beginning and the end of the season but right in the middle man they're down to yeah. 10 12, 12 11, you know, 13 yeah. cars and you know now they don't really have that problem they don't get down that far no, so 20 cars every race pretty much i mean it's really good i mean i went to you know three and a half races up there last year and they were all good <laughs> yeah. so i yeah. got there late you know so i describe it as three and a half i got i called about i don't know 50 laps of a 75 lap uh, late model race the second one of them uh, so but it was great. I mean, and honestly, I mean, the race, uh, you know, only made it to one, Caraway once last year. That was the season opening race. It was a great race. I mean, the late model I mean, you know, 
and that was the thing. I mean, it's so hard to, and I know you guys, you know, work on it all the time. We were working together, trying to, you know, get cars and get people and, and do things, and it just seemed like nothing was working. No, I got killed last year the first half of the year, and it, it, it did turn around a lot Yeah. after we cut the schedule back, and I think that's one reason for running one race a month. And as busy as, as she and I both are, it gives us more time to do a better job on those races. Yeah, I, I, mean, I would agree. Uh, you know. Well, the uh, more time you have to prepare, I mean, the better you should be. And like me, I've been doing the countdown on Facebook now, I think, since the 27th yeah. day. I've already got all the pictures in my phone, so every morning, like this morning, I forgot it when I first woke up. It was about 8 o'clock when I, when I got back from taking Preston to school. i done mm-hmm. it. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, uh, we've been, we're trying. I mean, yeah. that's all you can do. But, I mean, if you're only doing one a month, it gives you a little more time, which I, in the spring will be a little busy because I've got more modified shows going elsewhere. Right. But when you go somewhere else and you just rent a racetrack, so to speak, it's a little easier. Right. When you walk out the door, that's it. I mean, he's, that man's got to lock the place up, and he's got to clean the mess yep. up. And, yep. And People don't that. understand right. all that. They don't understand the little things that goes into running a racetrack. Most time, I'm, I'm, she'll leave at, like, say, 1 o'clock. Yep. It's 3 or 4 o'clock. Sometimes I don't get home on Saturday night. I'll just get so tired, I'll go in and lay down and get up the next morning because I will not even have everything put up because we own our own records and everything. Yeah. And yeah. so, you know, I don't have everything put up in the garage and all yet, so I'll just go lay down and next morning I'll get up and finish it and get home sometime Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, people don't understand that life for sure. <clears throat> Roger, yeah. you, you you look like you uh, got a little too high off that drink no, from Starbucks. No, I'm, I'm interested. It's like I uh, – I just, I don't. Oh, he's been thinking this whole time. This thing's <laughs> Lord get deep. Mercy. <laughs> Something's fixing to happen right no, now. No, I mean, like, I just don't understand. I, 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 what's, give me one thing that, that people at home or listening are like, man, Caraway's doing this. I need to go there. Give me one thing. Is it the F50? Is that our big draw? What, what, what is going to be your biggest thing that you're going to do this year that you're going to sit back and go, damn it, that was it? I'm that hoping, was it. I'm hoping the Enduro. I, I, I yeah, like I it. That. I, like it. Come, I like it. No, I like it. I, that come uh, off the history of Caraway Speedway. Right. I was going to say, that Facebook page is like the most awesome yeah, page going now. It really is. I yeah. mean, there for a month, that's all I've done, oh, it man. seemed like. Right. Yeah. I mean, you know, it was cold weather and, you know. No, for sure. But uh, they all started talking about it. So, I, you know, and I'm sitting here, so I, I consulted with Tommy Whitman. Mm-hmm. And Tommy's helped guys over the years and all that. And so he wrote the rules, and he and I would bounce them back with each other. And we kept changing this, changing that. And the pickup truck deal he put in it, I think that's going to be, you know, I hope somebody does it. Yeah. You know, I know a truck costs more. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's harder to find a, a junk truck, so to speak. But For still, sure. uh, I'm hoping that's the thing that can turn it around because I'm telling you uh, <laughs> Leslie Ladd worked for Dad. He kind of worked for Dad in 84 or so. And uh, he was going to Greenville helping. Uh, Gene Painter and Wendell scored Enduros. And he kept coming back and told my dad, he said, you need to run those. They fill the place up, and my dad wouldn't do it. My dad wouldn't do it. And he finally talked my dad into doing it, and it's the best thing we ever done. It, it brought the largest crowd. Roger and Langley never said, I've been there. I've seen 110 cars start a race there one time, and it was the greatest thing I've ever seen in my almost life. Seven, honestly, almost 7,000 paid people to the first one, and we didn't, couldn't get them in. They backed up all the way to the interstate. Yeah. And that's four or five miles, all the way to yeah. 311 back then. Yeah. Uh, and Ashboro was having homecoming against Randleman, which is just five miles apart. And I know a guy, he said, I got tired of waiting in line and went to the ball game and come back. We had to delay an hour to get the people in. We didn't nice. even get started at 9 o'clock. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it, it was a feeder for for racing later. That's what Gary yeah. Causey got started. That's what Dan Moore got started in. Right. You know, it helped feed that. They got into it, and so I'm hoping 
I mean, and I've tried a couple of things before trying to get the enduro stimulated, yeah. but some for some reason, and I'm hoping this time maybe we've hit something. I and saw, I think I saw Gary Lidbetter make up three laps under green one time and win one of them. And I think Tommy Whitman uh, being involved with it will help it. Mm-hmm. And then uh, my dad paid an entry for a guy named Darrell Williamson to go run enduro in Florida at Orlando Speed World, like in 87 or 88. It was a $500 entry. He wanted to go do it. Dad said, well, I'll, we'll go do it, and we'll split the winnings. Well, they didn't win, but like 400 day times. Said you just keep it because you know they'd spent their money going there and all that, and that's where I got the idea of two scores because we got down and made us have two scores. So I had to, sc- but it was like 400 laps. So that'll help, I think, keep the scoring honest. That's been one of the issues we've always had with the Euros in the past. Oh yeah. And I'm hoping with two scores we can keep that honest. I don't know if we, I'm not going to guarantee anything, but I think that'll keep it. Yeah. So, you know, put one in here and one over here in another section, and I think that'll keep it on. It's, it's for sure hard to keep up with because right. I couldn't keep up. I just enjoyed seeing it, but I didn't know who was winning. But, I mean, <laughs> if we can get 50, at least 50 cars, we'll have a good show. Oh, if you have 50, you're going to have a really good show. Yeah. There's no doubt about and, that. And, and yeah. if, if I can make that work, then that's a feeder for, for weekly stuff and get us going again. Yeah, Brandon Clements uh, jumping in again. He said that he remembers going to one when he was about five years old. Um, one of the most awesome uh, things he ever saw, cars all the way around the track three wide. The largest one was 143 cars. <laughs> That's unreal. Man. 143. <laughs> yes. And all them were big Monte Carlos and stuff yeah. like that back yeah. then. So. Yeah. That's that's the thing I'm hoping that I, at the end of the year I can say it was successful. Yeah. Yeah. Do you, do you think it'll be successful year one? I mean, do you think like right off the bat it's going to be successful? Do you think it's going to be a building process? A little bit of both. Yeah. Like I say, 50, if we can hit fifty that first time out the box, then, yeah. then we're on. A lot of people are talking about it. Right. There's that's a the lot thing. Of people now talking right. about it. It's, it's talk about it this time. It wasn't before. Yeah. 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 That. that but that page going back to the Caraway uh, memories page. My gosh, man! For and you said it for about a month. I mean, and you know, I wasn't around Caraway back then. Right. I, first time I came there, maybe two thousand something. You know, ninety nine, two thousand. But man, all those old pictures and just knowing all those old names. Yeah, they're great, man. So they're cool. great. Pete Stewart, I love Pete Stewart. My good friend. I realized through that page he's been racing since nineteen twenty three. Wooden wheels, <laughs> wooden wheels. <laughs> it man has been racing forever. <laughs> no, no doubt about that. No doubt. You you uh you, you talked about. You know, not being NASCAR sanctioned, do you think that cost you anybody? Any racer? No. no. I hate to say it. Yeah. Because when I didn't have but three or four feature division one cars last year, yeah. I knew right on Friday night and they didn't have where else to go race. I knew I was wasting my money. I'm sure NASCAR yeah. wasn't happy about it because y'all, no. y'all, right. y'all been tight with NASCAR for a long time. And, 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 and we still have good standings. I mean, yeah. well, as far as, you know, I mean. I'm sure they understand. And it, it was it's a hard thing to do. And I talked to some of them along the way here and there, you know, and text them and things like that. I mean, and I didn't go to Daytona this year. Well, I didn't go last year. I, I went to the Paving Expo last year and didn't get <laughs> home in time. And this year, I was so busy with work, I couldn't get gone. But Renee went, and she told me, she said, you know, said, I, I really missed that part of it, not being able to go yeah. over there for them a couple of days that yeah. NASCAR had you there and stuff like that. It wasn't worth what it cost us <laughs> for those two <laughs> days, but I mean, uh, and I don't mean it bad. And right. at one time, the sanction, you they, you got enough back in sponsor money and yeah. all to balance it out. It's not like that anymore. Yeah, it's definitely a different ballgame. But, I mean, they seem to be working, you know, in the direction of trying right. to fix that. So, uh, But, you know, they've got to find a sponsor for the weekly deal, too, because this is Williams yeah. last year. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so they don't have it – but it's not easy to find sponsor dollars right now. It's really not. Is that your biggest challenge? Yeah. Yeah. 
Do you uh, do you have somebody who works on sponsorships specifically? Not, not really. No. And that don't help any either. No, no. Uh, we we definitely hard to pay somebody right. anyway. Yeah, because you know if you do a percentage right now, they're not gonna make enough money off of it to do it yep. full time. Yep. And and they're gonna get tired really quick. Right, because a lot of no's. <laughs> yeah. It's a hard sales is a hard game. I mean that that's. Yeah. And I'm not a salesman. I'm just not. Yeah. I yeah. mean, and. Renee can sell real estate, but she can't sell race sponsors. <laughs> <laughs> At least she can sell real estate. Right. That pays pretty good, I believe. Yeah. So. yeah. Sp- speaking of, you talked about the Paven, uh, Paven Expo or whatever. Um, tell people what you do. Like, you know, you don't just have the racetrack. You don't just have the tours. I mean, you, you guys have other businesses right. and other things going on. Tell us about that. Well, I started a parking lot sweeping business. Uh, actually, how I got into it was at Curaway, we took the racetrack with a, with a tractor and broom. But when Dan was at Tri-County... That didn't work because it had the interior wall the way around the racetrack. And he was paying this guy to come and sweep the racetrack with a truck, and he was doing a terrible job. So I decided I was going to buy a sweeper truck, and we'd sweep both racetracks, and I got paid to do Tri-County. So that helped make the payment on it. <laughs> and I started getting accounts, and that's how I got off into doing the parking lot maintenance. Well, when you're doing parking lot maintenance, a shopping center likes to pick up the phone and call Darren Hackett and say, I need this done, I need that done. You know, they're like a one-stop guy because it's normally someone in an office working. They come by once a month or whatever and do a site visit, but they don't want to call 20 people to get something done. So that's how I got off in the paving business. And so, and, and then I've got off into grading as well too. So that's really the, yeah. I still do some parking lot sweeping, but I don't do what I used to do. Yeah. Uh, the trucks have got older, so, and it's hard to keep help on them going out working in the middle of the night. Cause it's a, I enjoyed it because I would normally get up like two or three in the morning and go do mine. Yeah. And that was my time. You know, right. I, I nobody out there. Yeah, right. yeah, I could work my head. That's yeah. my favorite yeah. time. And, actually, know, me and yeah. Langley talk more at two thirty in the yeah. morning than uh, we do any other time. You know, yeah. and then after my dad retired from the restaurant, I'd call him, and you know, he was a, he would stay up late too. Yeah. So I'd call him, or you know, yeah, and, for sure, and and things like that. That was you know, I could really clear my head good, so I always enjoyed it. Yeah. But I've got off into doing the pavement and grading more. So as you know, it's hard to keep accounts year in and year out. So right. as you they change ownerships and things of that nature, and you kind of, I haven't really tried to keep it growing because I've grown the other side, the pavement and grading side of it more. But, and I really enjoy that. And then I farm. That's that's what I really love to do is farm. I'd rather go to the farm and stay there all the time if you want to the truth, but they don't pay the bills, so it's about like racing. <laughs> now, I, I believe Renee told me you was doing, like, some organic chickens or something. I'm working at a, another farm, been doing grading and all, mm-hmm. and they're going to do organic chickens. Oh, okay. okay. They're going to process them themselves and everything. When I say organic it's true organic it's free range they got these uh they're like 30 by 50 chicken houses Mm -hmm. and they move them that plot every day in other words the length of that chicken house they move it every day oh i got you and it it feeds off the ground like a range free range chicken Hmm. and then they gonna have their own processing and all there and they claim that they're going to be successful at it i don't quite see it but they pay good for the work i've been doing so that's (laughs) all that matters right there Uh, i mean we built a hundred by 400 pad for them we built a a a hundred by hundred pad for them uh and how how i met them was i went for a paving job the lady said i'm gonna pay around a barn and i i pull up and i'm thinking this is a wasted call nobody's gonna spend money to pay around a barn and Mm -hmm. i've been working for three years there now off and on i mean you know that's awesome. It's my best account. <laughs> yeah. I hate to say it, but it really is. It's turning into my best because they just, you know, it's every month or two we've been doing something. So uh, Now, Lightning, David Thomas, yep. he works for you on that side, right? Yep. 
Yeah, that's what I thought. I thought that's what he was telling us that night. That night. I assumed he did not work full time for the racetrack because well, it'd be hard what, to have a full time. Right. Well, that's where we've been the last couple. The last couple of weeks. Well, all about all winter because it's been the weather's been so bad. But, yeah. Uh, but well, we've been doing this other stuff too. But like today, we've been. I bought a. Uh, we were doing a job, mm-hmm. and my dad would kill me. <laughs> <laughs> the, the people had a Quonson hut. The man had got old and he got bad shape and he's going to rest home and they. And I bought a whole Quonson hut full of equipment out. I mean, the man had from table saws to automotive equipment and everything. I've got it stored everywhere at the racetrack. And we got to next week to get it. It's in bathrooms. It's everywhere. So that's what he and I have been doing the last couple of days is trying to get it all out because I can hear my dad now. He can call me Sanford Sons. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Wow. <laughs> that's awesome. Uh, Greg Marlowe wants to know when the Enduro race is. The first one is Friday, May 11th. With the with the first super with the the super race at Securaway, mm-hmm. the next one will be in August the third I think it is the Saturday the first Saturday in August with the Crash and Burn show, mm-hmm. and then the uh, third one is the weekend after Labor Day which I think is like September seventh with the Bowman Gray Stadium night. Yeah. We're doing a BGS night Maybe this Marlo year. Marlowe could get an enduro car. Well, I mean, yes. he can't drive anything else anymore. So. Wow. Whoa, there. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> I'm, gl- I'm glad he's not here. Yeah, Lenny, Lenny, Greg's still a big old man. Yeah. Oh, I know, and I'm probably going to see him soon. <laughs> he's, still, he's still a big dude. Don't let him get your yeah. hands. If he, as long as he don't get yeah. his hands on you, you've got a shot. Right? I, I can't run. Okay? If he gets yeah. the meat hook on you, you're I was, in trouble. I was at Hickory last year and watched the cops take him out. Yeah, yeah. ask Nick Payne how yeah. that works out. <laughs> you know, uh, <laughs> talking about Enduros, uh, I'll never forget, it was about 86 or 7, Dennis Setzer lost the Wednesday night show. It, was, it come down to a, a call at the end of the race, and he wasn't coming back. <laughs> well, uh, he rolls in on Saturday to, to run enduro driving. He had a Cutlass Olds, like a, I don't know, an early 80s model Cutlass Olds that he run, and he won the enduro that night. But he would come and run some of them. And the, the guy that worked our, back, our gate back then was Big Larry, and uh, – Oh, he rode him hard. He's, yeah, I thought you would never come back this damn place yeah. again and all that, you know. <laughs> Every racer that says I'm never coming back is the first guy in the gate the very next week, usually. But, it really is. That's true. But, uh, I, I, that's what I always tell people first when we first did a racetrack. Yeah. Uh, he's, been, he's been back since. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> But the first time we had a racetrack, and, you know, Kim's like, well, that guy said he wasn't coming back. I said, yeah, okay. We'll see him next week. (laughs) He's coming back, I guarantee you. He'll want a test on Thursday. They always do. This was from Wednesday to Saturday, though. (laughs) (laughs) Three days. (laughs) Yeah, I have to watch what I say. Greg Marlowe said it's not that far up here. Yeah. He's got keys, so locking the door ain't doing you no good. (laughs) Can we get a new lock put on there? (laughs) Don't want to get my ass whipped tonight, I tell you. (laughs) Save that for race season. <laughs> oh man! <clears throat> well, tell uh, tell us about the the season opener. Um, you know what uh, what you're expecting. You know as far as you know car counts and you know what type of race you expect it to be and all that. Well, the headline will be the, the modified. It's paying five thousand to win, uh, five hundred to start, which the the normal ones pay uh, twenty five hundred and four fifty to start. But it's you know it's we put about four thousand dollars throughout the purse. It's not all on the first place. I mean, a lot of it is, but it's not all on the first place. And I'm hoping that'll get us off to a good start. I'm hoping it'll draw some extra cars in. And I hate to say this, but modified racing in the South needs a boost. Yeah. Uh, it needs a feeder, and I think hoping that's what the 602 – there's probably not 30 modifieds in the South. Yeah, total. It, not not I was, anymore. I was not just anymore. talking there's to my not. buddy about this today. We, we, we I have a 
friend from up north, and he we were just talking about he has a son that races. His name is Andrew Moeller. They they race SK modifies and stuff up there, and he wheeling tour things, and and it's it's amazing how it's you know this kind of had its little swing of heyday where it got some traction, and and now they're just destroying it up there, meaning they got a lot of cars at every race. There's full fields. It's like it. It tried to make it swing to the south, and then it just is really not it fizzling. Is, it's never caught on. It's right. the, our biggest heyday with the Modifieds was the early 90s with the Smart Tour. You know, we go yeah. to Caraway. I got Jay Hedgecock and Billy Middleton and Junior Miller and everybody and Gary Myers running, and that was the heyday. And that's as big as it went because this is, this is a fendered, fendered area. That yeah. Modifieds just never caught on, and, right. and, there's, and there's no new people coming into it. Right. It's that's, the same people been running for 20 years. There's no new people coming into it at all. Right, and we're losing. We're slowly losing one here, one there. Well, yeah, but we're, we're not picking nobody right. up. No. That's the problem. No. We lose one, and then we don't pick anybody up. Yeah. And hopefully, the 602 mods will, will help do some of that. But that yeah. doesn't mean it will. But that's the, that's the goal, anyhow. I hope so. And and there's mods sitting around. There's some sitting around. It's, and it's modified drivers are the most fickle people. It's hard to get them. It's hard to get them all together. And you know, doing the one thing, but hopefully this will work. You know, and you take like Ace last year done the the, the Bowman Gray deal in, in October and had yeah. what eighteen. This year they had four. Yeah, you just never know what's going to happen. Yeah, you I mean, don't know. So you can't say that this rule package, that rule package is going to get them there because right. that that's not the answer. Uh, so hopefully, you know, we can. You know, Randy's been working it, and Renee's been working it some, and all. So hopefully, we'll have a good field of modifieds. The six hundred two deal is going to be, I think, good opening night. Or opening day on Sunday, uh, the late model sportsman. My goal is ten. I mean, realistically, yeah. I'd love to have twenty. I'd be a liar if I didn't. But I mean, that's yeah. the goal is ten. Yeah. Uh, you got to crawl for you, right? You know, right and right. a decent mini stock and new car feel, and and that's what we got. You know, and that's still six 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 divisions. That's a lot of racing until Sunday afternoon. Hello. I must be going. Yes, sir, Darren. Lots of racing entertainment for sure on a Sunday afternoon. For more details on the racing activity at the Caraway Speedway, please visit carawayspeedway.com. Thank you for listening to the Race 22 podcast. Be sure and keep us logged on to race22.com for more upcoming race coverage, podcasts, and so much more. Until then, we'll see you at the races.